Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman! Strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can leap tall buildings at a single bound, race a speeding bullet to its target, bend steel in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. But before we join Superman, listen. And now to our story. Dr. Deutsch, ruthless head of the espionage ring that attempted to steal the Grayson submarine, has struck again. Vowing vengeance on Clark Kent, Lois Lane, and editor Perry White for foiling him, Deutsch has arranged for a small but deadly action bomb to be hidden in Lois Lane's typewriter. Deutsch knows that Lois is about to prepare a report on the attempted kidnapping of the submarine, and the bomb has been so set that it will explode when Lois types the name Deutsch, D-E-U-T-C-H. Only one person is aware that danger threatens, young Jimmy Olsen, the Daily Planet copy boy, and he lies bound and gagged in a closet in Lois Lane's office, unable to cry out a warning, although he can hear the typewriter stuttering its message of impending doom. Something's wrong with this machine. Please, Jan. That's all right now. Lois, have you seen Jimmy? No, I haven't. Well, you don't have to bark at me. Well, you'd bark, too, if someone loaded you with a job like this. Do you know it's almost midnight, and here I am trying to bang out a report you were supposed to do? Now, look, Miss Lane, don't go off the deep end. I'd be more than happy to write that report, but you know as well as I do that Commander Leeds wants me back at the Naval Base. Mr. Lewis, the Secret Service man, is calling for me. Mm, I know. Clark can't alias Sherlock Holmes. You always did get the break. Say, how do you spell Deutsch? Uh, D-E-U-T-S-C-H. That doesn't sound right. I don't think there's any F in it. Or maybe there isn't any C. Well, what's the difference? They'll know who it is. Well, it might just as well be right. D-E-U-T-S-C-H. I'm sure there's an S in it, Lois. And I'm sure there isn't. I think it's D-E-U-T-C-H. Doesn't that sound right? I said, doesn't that sound right? Clark Kent, what are you staring at that closet for? Wait a minute. Have you lost your mind? I thought I heard someone moaning. Well, they convinced you that you're a detective, didn't they? Well, don't practice in my office. I've got work to do. Did you decide how to spell Deutsch? Yes, it is C. D-E-U-T-C-H. Wait a minute. Listen, don't you hear moaning? All I hear is your silly chatter. Now, will you please get out? Someone's in this closet, Lois. It's locked. Oh, nonsense. It's never locked. Well, let me try it. You're right. It is locked. Now, who could have done that? Put your ear close to this crack. Listen. You hear anything? I'm not sure. There. Did you hear that? Yes, what is it? I told you, someone's locked in the closet. See if you can locate a screwdriver. I'll force the lock. There's one in the stock room. I'll get it. Okay. No sense waiting for a screwdriver. I'll just rip the door open as Superman would. What? Jimmy! Good heavens, Jimmy, what happened? Here, let me get you out of there. Take that gag off. There. Oh, Jimmy. Almost suffocated, Mr. Campbell. Screwdriver, Clark. Oh, you got it open. Wait, Jimmy! I'm all right, Miss Lane. Just untie the cord around my wrist and ankle. Yeah, wait a minute. 
I sure made them tight. There. You're loose. Well, Jimmy, what happened? How'd you get in that closet? It's a long story, Miss Lane, but before I begin telling it, there's something important. Don't use that typewriter. Why not, Jimmy? Just don't use it. I'll explain why. Here, now, sit up on this chair. That's better. Now, what's this all about? Why shouldn't Lois use the typewriter? I've been using it for the last ten minutes. And nothing happened? Well, a few keys got jammed. Jimmy, will you please stop talking in riddles? Turn the typewriter over, Mr. Kent, but be careful. Okay. Now, isn't there a little box attached to the key levers? Yes. What is it? I don't know, but I think it's a bomb or something. A what? Now, don't get excited, Lois. If it is a bomb, it has no timing device. Wait a minute. Let's see how it's hooked up. Who, who put it there? The same guy who tossed me in the closet. Oh, I can tell you how to spell Deutsch now, Lois. What's that got to do with a bomb in my typewriter? Plenty. Jimmy's right. This is some sort of infernal mechanism, and it's so wired that the moment the name Deutsch, D-E-U-T-C-H, is typed, it explodes. Oh, Clark. There's no danger now. I've just connected it. Now we'll just drop it over here in this pitcher of water. Clark, you mean if I'd typed Deutsch's name, the bomb would have exploded in my face? Yes, and probably wrecked the room along with you and Jimmy. What about yourself? Huh? You've been standing here all along arguing with they out how to spell Deutsch's name. Oh, oh yes, I forgot. I, I would have been blown apart, too. Well, now, tell me, Jimmy... Who put that bomb in the typewriter? Well, it was this way, Mr. Kent. A man came to the office and said he'd been called to repair Miss Lane's typewriter. Repair it? Well, there was nothing wrong with it. Well, I didn't know that. Troy showed him in here. What did he look like, Jimmy? Well, he was sort of short, and he had sandy hair, and he talked with a little accent. Ah, this is beginning to make sense. Go ahead, Jimmy. Well, he started to work on the typewriter, and I asked him whether I could watch, but he said no. That sounded kind of funny to me. Uh-huh. Then he began fiddling around with that little box you dumped in the water. Yeah. I got suspicious and moved to the door. But before I could open it, he grabbed me, tied a handkerchief around my mouth, and bound my ankles and wrists and tossed me into the closet. Oh, I get cold shivers just thinking what might have happened. You can just imagine how I felt, Miss Lane, locked in the closet and hearing your typewriter going a mile a minute. I thought sure it was the end. You're a brave boy, Jimmy. Yeah, but it was Mr. Kent who got us all out of this. If he hadn't heard me yelling behind that gag, I don't know what would have happened. And how you ever managed to rip down the door, Mr. Kent, I... Well, don't worry about it. It's all over now. It won't be over for me for a long time. Look at the page in that typewriter. I just typed the first four letters of Deutsch's name. D-E-U-T. Just two more letters would have exploded that bomb. Oh, Mr. Kent, the man just came off the elevator. Oh, it's Mr. Lewis. Hello. Come in a minute, will you? Yes. He's the Secret Service man from the Naval Base. I'm sorry I'm late, Ken, but I had a flat. Oh, that's all right. Lois, Jimmy, this is Mr. Lewis of the Secret Service. Oh, I think I met the young lady at the Naval Base. The name is Lane, isn't it? That's right. Yes, I think we did meet. Jimmy is our head copy boy who always manages to get into trouble. Oh. <laughs> well, just so long as you get out of it, Jimmy, you're okay, eh? He just managed to get out of some a few minutes ago by the skin of his teeth. See that pitcher of water? Hmm. A little box immersed in it is an action bomb. It was attached to Miss Lane's typewriter. You don't mean that, Ken, huh? Well, he means it all right, Mr. Lewis. We're all lucky we're alive. I'll tell you about it on our way to the naval base. You must be anxious to get back. Uh, yes, I am. All right, let's go. You better leave that report for tomorrow, Lewis. Go on home and get some sleep. Same thing goes for you, Jim. And tell Mr. White I'll call him in the morning. So long. So long. Bye, Mr. Lewis. Goodbye, Miss Lane. Goodbye, Jimmy. Bye. Evidently, our friend Deutsch stops at nothing. I'm sure he placed that bomb in the typewriter. From Jimmy's description, it's quite evident the phony typewriter repairman was Deutsch's pal, Hans. Yes, I think you're right, Ken. But what's he got against Miss Lane? Oh, probably the fact that she and Mr. White stumbled on their hideout. The thing that puzzles me is how Deutsch knew Lois had taken over the writing of that report. It was just decided earlier tonight when Commander Leeds called and asked me to report at the naval base. You see, I was supposed to do that report. Oh, on Deutsch and his activities? Yes. How much do you know about Deutsch? Oh, enough to put him behind bars for life if we ever catch him. Really? Why, certainly. That submarine incident alone would be sufficient, and I was right in on that. <laughs> you like this sort of work, don't you, Ken? <laughs> yes, I do. 
It's more exciting than routine reporting. I guess you Secret Service men are pretty fed up with it. Oh, you get hardened. Commander Leed seems to have a lot of faith in you. Well, I hope I can justify it. Mm-hmm. You know, Kent, I was thinking it mightn't be a bad idea to stop at Deutsch's old hideout, that house on the cliff, and see whether anything's turned up. I understand the place is being guarded, and it's on our way, isn't it? Oh, yes, yes, you take a left turn off the main road. You can't miss it. There's an old oak tree that must have been struck by lightning right where you make the turn. In fact, I think that's it up ahead. Slow down, will uh-huh. you? Yes, that's the place. Turn left here and drive right to the ocean. You've been inside the old house, haven't you, Kent? Uh, yeah, yes, yes, once, just for a few minutes. <laughs> Quite a place. That fellow Deutsch did things in a big way. Basement of the house, Look out, nothing... someone in the road! Stupid old fool, we almost killed him. He's coming over. Hey, you! What's the big idea standing in the middle of the road? Hold on a minute! Hold on! Are you two government fellas? Well, what if we are? Well, I've got something to tell you. Aren't you the caretaker of that big house on the cliff? That's right. How'd you know? Well, uh, I think we met once before. Well, are you government fellas? Yes, we are. What do you want? There's something suspicious going on here. We know all about that. You don't know about this because I just discovered it myself. Down at the cove. Where? Down at the cove, down yonder. There's an old shack down there that Judd Combey used to use to warm himself when he went ice fishing. Well, what about the shack? Well, there's people in it. So what? Probably a couple of tramps. Oh, no, they ain't. Tramps don't drive up in no fancy car and then push it into the water. They pushed a car into the water? Yes, sirree. I've seen it with my own eyes. Don't get in 30 feet, they did. Oh, let's get going, Kent. This man's crazy. Now, I heard that, mister. If you think I'm crazy, you go on down to that shack. I did. If them tramps, I'll eat a bale of hay. Maybe we'd better take a look, Lewis. Pushing a car into the water sounds like our friend Deutsch. Particularly if it was an official car. Well, sounds like a pipe dream to me, but let's go. Where is this shack, Pop? Well, you make a right turn down a dirt road about 200 feet up. And you follow that until it ends in the woods near the water. I uh, think you'd better come along, Pop, and show us the way. Yeah, I'd be glad to. All right, hop in. Now, the road's right with them cedars, Lee. Now, take it easy, mister. It's rutted. Yeah. Here? Yeah, that's it. Did you notice what kind of a car they pushed into the water? Nope, I didn't. It's pretty dark. What makes you think it was a car? Might have been an elephant. Elephants don't have motors and headlights, mister. You better stop here. We can walk the rest of the way. And in a far piece. Oh, is that the shack down by the shore? Yep. Belongs to Judd Cornby. I don't see any lights. Yeah, maybe they left. But I ain't seen nobody come out of this road. Well, we've come this far, so we might as well look the shack over. This path must lead to it. Yep, it does. Now, wait a minute, huh? In case there is someone in the shack, we'd be better off approaching it from two sides. Oh, yes. Uh, I'll go along the beach, Kent. You and Pop head down this path. All right. If you need me, whistle three times. Okay. Hmm. That fellow's a little too smart, Alecky, for me. <laughs> you mustn't let him scare you. He's a Secret Service man. They're pretty hard. Well, all I got to say is that we're liable to run into a heap of trouble if the fellas that got rid of that car are still in the shack. Well, there's only one way to find out. Let's go. The old caretaker has no idea of the trouble waiting for them at the shack. For even now, Deutsch and Hans, having seen the headlights of the car, are crouched in the darkness, listening for the sound of approaching footsteps. Something is bound to happen. What will it be? Don't forget, tune in again for the next thrilling episode with Superman. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.